The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. It is Tuesday, February the 8th. Eight minutes past the top of the hour. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, live here from the Low T Center Studio. It is Super Bowl week. Don't you don't you feel it? Don't you feel the excitement in the air? Super Bowl week. It's the last football game. Last football game. You better get excited. If you're not excited, you better pretend like you're excited because here in a month, or probably even before that, you're going to be wishing. You have football. So you better enjoy. This is the last football game of the 2021 season. College football was over a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, well, a month ago. NFL, last game of the season this Sunday. So I hope you got your menus ready. Hope you got your party list ready to go. Hope you got your plans and your excuses for why you're going to be out from work on Monday, ready to go. Because it's going down, Ben. It is going down, Ben. What you got playing for the Super Bowl, man? I didn't get my invite. You are more than welcome to come over. But I know you're not going to. You haven't even come out to see my my new house. That's how bad of a friend you are. Can I can I can I bring Ace to play? Yeah. With the judge. Judge uh Judge loves the other dogs. So he would love to see Ace and play with Ace. The question is, how would Ace do with other dogs? Because I don't, I don't want to have to put my hands on Ace now. How about we try it out? Let's see. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we we do need, actually need to get them together. That, that would be funny to see them yeah, let's, together. Let's, let's try it out. Though. He's a, I he, think Ace would be good. He would be fine. He would, he would be fine, man. We can have a Super Bowl dog party, man. We can really have a puppy bowl. Yeah, we can have a puppy bowl. That's right. <laughs> That's can, right. We can have a puppy bowl. Uh, I, I have a confession. All right, Usher, what you got? I was wrong. What's new? I was wrong. See, the difference between you and me is I can actually admit when I was wrong. So that's what's new. That's that's also wrong. Were you on a roll today? <laughs> uh, I am going to give give some flowers to Odell Beckham Jr. I was wrong about OBJ. Oh! Let me get my camera. Let me get my video camera. I gotta record this. I oh, never mind. The show is already recorded. I uh, double recorded. Now I, I I do say what I'm about to say with with some hesitancy. Mm-mm. Like when he first got to the Giants, it was all fun and and sunshine and roses and and new colorful flowers in the garden. It was the same with. Same way with the Browns when he first got there. Mm-hmm. So I, I am interested to see like how a full year next year goes for Odell. Because the, the beginning of each of his stops have, have gone well. It's just kind of later on into his stops. But in, in the meantime, I, I was I was wrong about OBJ. I, I did not think that OBJ and the Rams would work out. Now, I, I am curious how it would work out if Robert Woods was still playing, if he had not gotten hurt, because I, I think OBJ would have, been third fiddle to Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. 
And I, I don't think OBJ would have <laughs> liked that. So uh, for him personally, I think the Robert Woods injury was a blessing in disguise. But uh, I, I was not a fan of the Rams adding OBJ from – not from a talent standpoint because he is a terrific talent. There, there's no debating that. It's just I, I was not a huge fan of, of his personality when things weren't going his way. And he's been awesome. And and even with me believing that, I mean, he's he's proven to be wrong in that regard because he's he's been more than happy to play second fiddle to Odell or uh, to Cooper Cup. I mean, he he has been willing to go in and be wide receiver number two to Cooper Cup, and I did not see that coming from Odell. I thought that that would create issues. I I, I really did, but credit to him, he he has understood his role. He he has had to pick and choose when he is going to be the Odell Beckham Jr. that we know and has allowed Cooper Cup to, to get most of the attention, most of the footballs, and and he has bought in and, and hopefully will help lead the Rams to a Super Bowl win over the Bengals on Sunday. So I was wrong about OBJ. Hey man. It's amazing what happens when you get into the right, right environment. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, OBJ has had – his 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 past, um, but it's really centered around wanting to wanting to win and wanting to wanting to make plays. And uh, he's he's in a positive culture, a good quarterback, and uh, a head coach that knows what he's doing. I mean, the NFC Championship game didn't seem like it. He got coach circles around, but um, Sean McVay still is better than some of the coaches that he is had Odell Beckham Jr. has had during his career. So, it's going to be a good one, man. It's going to be a good one. Who do you want to win? There's not any balls playing in the game. You do have Jock McClendon, who is working with the Rams. You do have T. Higgins, that's with the Bengals. I mean, I want to see T. Higgins do well. I I don't know, man, because I haven't bet on the game yet. So, (laughs) it all changes when, when 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 I put some money down and try to determine who is going to win and who's going to cover and what the over-under is going to be. So I haven't I haven't decided that yet, so I don't know who I'm rooting for right now. I didn't know if you were rooting for the Bengals with the rest of America. No, no, no. seems like the, the only people not rooting for the Bengals are Ravens fans, aside from Brad Matthews. Um, according to my sources, Brad has on a – Joe Burrow jersey right now. Yesterday, he was wearing a Joe Mixon jersey. Tomorrow, he has laid out on his bed a T. Higgins jersey. For Thursday, he has laid out a Jamar Chase jersey. And Friday, he has laid out a C.J. Uzuma jersey. Saturday, he has Mike Hilton laid out. And then Sunday, for the game, he's going to wear Von Bell. a throwback Andy Dalton jersey. <laughs> Uh, for for the game, so Chris uh, Collinsworth, Brad, yes, Brad is the only Ravens fan in the country rooting for the Bengals to win on Sunday. But uh, aside from Brad, feels like the only people not rooting for the Bengals are Ravens fans, Browns fans, and Steelers fans. <laughs> and I look, I get it. If if I wasn't, if my favorite team wasn't in the same division as the Bengals, and and it's not even just about being in the the same division. I mean the, the Steelers and the Bengals do not like each other, especially a couple of years ago when 
Steelers had the killer bees and uh, Marvin Lewis was was towards the end of his tenure and and you had some some real dirty plays. Juju had the crackback block on Vontez Perfect after Vontez Perfect uh, sent Antonio Brown into a a spiral out of control. Changed his life. And there were some real dirty plays. So it's more than just being about in the division. But, I, I again, I certainly understand why people would root for the Bengals. They, they are a fun team to watch. I, I hate that Joe Burrow is the quarterback for the Bengals because I, I love Joe Burrow. I, I'm, not a, I'm not ashamed or afraid to admit that. He, he's got a dope personality. Mm-hmm. He, he's a heck of a football player. And I heard Dan Orlovsky say that he's the first quarterback that we have seen have that kind of cool, calm, collected mentality at the end of football games like a Tom Brady. And, and I certainly agree with that. And Jamar Chase is also fun. You see the photo of their dad smoking the cigars like they were Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow in that famous photo. They're a fun team to watch, and I, and I hate every bit of it. Super Bowl Sunday. And the Rams don't deserve the Super Bowl. The Rams don't deserve the Super I mean, Bowl. They got there. The organization does not deserve those the players. City, this, the the fans, the city of L.A., they yeah. don't deserve Super Bowl. The owner doesn't either. Yeah. All, all his shadiness over the years and moving from St. Louis. And, I mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> I, I, I get it. But it's, he, he, he got a little a lot of filth on his hands from, from over the years. He, he doesn't deserve a Super Bowl. And the, city, the city doesn't care no, about the Rams winning. That. I mean, they don't have a true fan, but, like, Ayers about the Rams winning the Super Bowl. It'd be cool for Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup and some of those guys, but nobody cares about the Rams winning, so I, I know that kind of adds on to the, the rooting for the Bengals. Go T. Higgins, man. Go T. Higgins until I put my, my bet in. What about Von Bell? East Tennessee. Nope. It's different. He never committed to Tennessee. Never really wanted to go to Tennessee. Did it's you different. cross over with uh, Jock McClendon? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll be sure to tell Jock McClendon that you did not root for him in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. You still get paid the same. He all, he all good. Uh, Tennessee basketball. Uh. Tennessee basketball. Uh. I know, man. I know. Um, tomorrow, huge game for Tennessee. Got some got some bad news yesterday with Olivier Camois. Uh, going to be out for for the season. I saw your tweet, man, and like I really had the Denzel Washington scene from Malcolm X. I I really had that reaction, man. When you slammed the table, I was I was upset for for him. I wouldn't think about myself because I think sometimes as fans, like we think about our own happiness before we think about the player. Mm-hmm. Like we we think that. We care more than the players sometimes. And sometimes, hey, you see the way that a player plays and the the effort is not there. And sometimes you're right. But for the, for the most part, nobody cares more than the players because they put in the work. And just because the result is not the result that you are wanting as a fan, sometimes fans can accuse the players of not caring. And it's just it's just not true most of the time. But my first reaction was for Olivier. I felt bad for him because I know how far he has been. I mean, I remember when he signed with Tennessee. We were like, who? 
What? How do you say his name? How do you say his name? Poor Bob. Oliver. What? <laughs> what? What? Huh? And we have seen him grow and grow and grow. And this year, especially in the last four or five games, he has made a huge jump. Playing with confidence. And the move that he hurt his foot on was an awesome, confident move. I mean, it was a pro-level move. Finishing at the basket off a spin move, landed wrong, and his reaction when looking at his foot kind of told us all that it was something It was something to be worried about. Well, it's an ankle. He's going to have surgery. He's going to be out for the rest of the season. Now it's time for other guys to step up, and it's time for Tennessee to really, really, really be even more efficient with their small lineup because Tennessee is going to have to play it more and more and more. And so Olivier is out. Uros, you got to pick up the slack. John Fulkerson, um, this might be a good time to, to, to turn it up a little bit. Would be nice if you could go back to 2019 John Fulkerson. Yeah. Good timing. That that would that would be the easiest solution. I, I I think you can overcome Olivier's minutes. Like I I think that it is possible to replace his minutes. You don't want to because it, it really seemed like he was turning a corner. It it really did. It, it was a small sample size of late, but he had been playing great physical defense all year. And then the last couple of games, the small sample size that I just referenced, it, it really seemed like the offense was beginning to catch up with the defense. And he was knocking down threes with confidence. He was going into post moves with confidence. He was passing with confidence. I mean, it, it really seemed like he was was finally taking that step that Rick Barnes expected for the last couple of years. And then, boom, he's likely out for the season. Uh, that is the way that Tennessee described it yesterday when it announced before Rick Barnes' media availability that Olivier, after further review, I guess you could say, is going to need surgery. And based off of when it is happening within the season, he is going to need surgery. So there's still a small possibility he could return, but just because of the timetable of the surgery, he will likely be out for the year. And it's, it's just not a great time for Tennessee to have to replace his minutes. I think you can theoretically if everything went perfectly, but there's been no signs of that. And it just really stinks because over the last couple of weeks, we talked about this yesterday. It really seemed like everybody was starting to, to really feel comfortable within their role on the team. And that the team, as a result of that, was really growing and starting to turn a corner, and the next step was knocking off a team like Kentucky or Auburn. And now, you, you, in a way, you have to completely reset in the front court, at least. And the, from point A, to get from point A to point B after this news, the, the easiest path from, or I guess you can even go backwards from point B to point A, John Fulkerson stepping up and, and playing like he is capable or has the potential to would be the easiest solution. 
865-255-03. Hour one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. HappyHiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. HappyHiller.com. If you want to be part of the show, call the Iris Networks hotline at 865-200-5503. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to atfcu.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, subscribe to the Swain Event channel on YouTube. I had a moment. I'll admit it. I had a moment. I had a, I had a moment of um, 
sympathy, empathy. I had a moment. I'm not proud of it at all. As an SEC football fan, you can't have these things unless it's unless it's a player getting hurt or something serious like that. But I had a moment. I'm not proud of it. Ben had to slap me out of it. He walked in today, and we were talking before the show, and I was like, man, I kind of feel bad for my Auburn friends because I have, you know, I have, I have, I have a ton of Auburn friends. And uh, I was talking to one. Your Barner. Yes, I was talking to one yesterday, and I just felt I felt bad for him. I felt bad for him. And uh, I was like, man, I look like y'all about to be looking for a new coach once uh, Brian Harsin gets back from vacation. I just felt bad for him. And then I had to think about I had to think about all the times that uh, Auburn swept, swooped, no, swooped in beneath Tennessee's noses and, and snatched a recruit, and then I was fine. I was snapped back to normal. Yes, what is going on at Auburn is good for Tennessee because it shows that Tennessee is not the the only place with a bunch of crazies and, and highlights the passion of SEC football. And honestly, Swain, what is what is worse? I've been trying to, to decide in my head. I think off the top of my head, what is going on at Auburn is is worse than than the things that have transpired at at Tennessee, but I need confirmation. Like this, this, Tennessee has, like I, I realized the whole Greg Schiano and Schiano Sunday thing happened, mm-hmm. but Tennessee has has never ever tried to fire a coach after one year w- without like reason to. Like Donnie Tindall, like okay, that Tennessee had to there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like there there is no. Valid reason Auburn should be hiring Brian Harson. The the rumors on Twitter were not true. That that were mentioned Friday morning. Poor girl. Yes, and, and poor Brian Harson. Poor Brian Harson's wife. Poor Brian Harson's daughter. Poor everybody involved. Uh, but but those were not true. The 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 comments of the the players are certainly concerning. The the ones who said that. They were treated like dogs. Like that is certainly concerning. But you've also had the guys who were the captains and leaders on the team, the ones that were being productive, come out and stand up for Brian Harson. So you, you still take into account what was being said. But in my opinion, that's not a reason to fire him after one season. Auburn is mad. Auburn fans are mad that they did not sign anybody last Wednesday on National Signing Day. But you, you had National Signing Day essentially back in December. And maybe Auburn wants to leave, or Harson wants to leave spots open for transfers instead of signing high school guys last Wednesday. So who, who knows if, if that was the right move or not, to not sign anybody on, high, on uh, last Wednesday when you had spots open. But not a reason to fire somebody after year one. Like they keep coming out with these statements. These statements, they're and, absurd. And the latest statement is basically saying that that they're collecting information from a variety of perspectives, including our student athletes, 
moving swiftly to understand any issues uh, with university policies and procedures, decisions regarding the future of Auburn and its athletic program, as always, are made in the interest of our great university and in fairness to all concerned. We do not make... Uh, We do not make decisions based on social media posts or media headlines. You you are making the media headlines. <laughs> I mean, it is a true dumpster fire. They're I'm, they're trying to find reasons to fire Harson with calls. This this is this is what they're doing. I I think they're they're passing around the collection plate. Yeah, it's I, it's I, I think that's I think they're passing around the collection plate. There, there's just no. Valid reason to fire Brian Harson after year one. The things that I just talked about a moment ago, if it was after year three, after year four, then okay. But that's not a reason to hop to, to fire somebody after year one. The the root of the issue is that Brian Harson was not an Auburn man when he was hired. He he was not who the boosters wanted. And to to compound that, Brian Harson was was not with the whole allowing anybody and everybody to show up to practice. They want their butts kissed, and Brian Harson was having none of that. He just wanted to coach ball, and, and it, it has led to this just exploration to get him fired over nothing. But you should know what you're signing up for. And, yes. And and this is an example of when you can, you can, you can, you can do too much. Like you can love too hard, you can care too much, and with with Auburn and their boosters, they're just doing too much. Yes, they they yes. are so in the way. They're doing too much, and, I, and and maybe they step back once they get a coach that they can trust, and and like you don't have to do that with and, and micromanage because like I look at Tennessee. And I haven't heard anyone messing with Josh Heupel. Um, I mean, Jimmy Haslam is is owning the Browns, and he is still interested in Tennessee. He still wants the best for Tennessee, despite some of you know, hearsay on message boards on, on radio about about the Haslams. Like they still they still want the best for Tennessee, and they're still open to help any way that they can. Um, they haven't messed with Josh Heifel because they know they have a football coach. They know they have a football coach. So I wonder if Auburn, if they're able to get a Hugh Freeze, if they go back and get Kevin Steele, and Kevin Steele gets his third job in two weeks. Uh, he's now the defense coordinator in Miami. And, yo, that staff in Miami that they put together, who, um, that's, 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 it's nice. Thank you. Thank yes, you, Miami. Make it easier for us. Yes, it's you know? good for Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, Make yeah. life tough on Florida, please. Exactly. So I wonder if um, if they get a coach that that warrants the, the trust that they'll just leave them alone. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I think this is a fundamental issue at Auburn. I said it yesterday. I'm not saying that there's not reasons to be concerned about Brian Harson moving forward. Derek. Mason, and we'll have more on Derek Mason during around the SEC, but him essentially taking a pay cut to, to leave, that is concerning. 
400,000? That, 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 that is a huge, huge, huge red flag. Uh, the Austin Davis, the offensive coordinator, that situation, it's not Brian Harson's fault why he left, but the fact that you hired him with all of his baggage is is a red flag. But again, none of these issues that, that have popped up are reason to fire him after one year. They're not. They're not. They're reasons to be concerned moving forward. And again, if it was after year three, after year four, then okay. Maybe you make a move, you make a change. But, like, I feel like Brian Harson's track record, although this is his first big-time job, I feel like he deserves a little bit of a leash. I mean, he's never, prior to Auburn, had a season worse than 9-4. and four. I mean, he was wildly successful at Boise State and his, and his other stops because he is a good football coach, just purely a good football coach. The problem is at Auburn, if, if they don't like you from the jump, you don't stand a chance. You, you don't. It is a fundamental Auburn issue. and I mean, we can go on and on about the amount of coaches. Gus, Tommy Tuberville, the uh, the one that was around the – Gene Chizik. No, not Gene Chizik, but uh, – Tommy uh, – Terry Bowden. Yes, Terry Bowden. I mean, it, it I mean, it's a, goes on and on and on. You know, Terry, Terry Bowden went undefeated and, and Tommy Tuberville went undefeated. They still – they didn't win a championship, which is which is weird. The AD uh, wants out. Oh yeah, the Alan, AD is. Yeah, Alan Green wants one. And it's, wants out. And they, they it's have not, public too. Yeah, they not they, they have not renewed his contract. It's just it's public. It's just too. a mess, man. That's, that's the wild part. Like it is known publicly that that Alan Green wants out of Auburn, which which is also very 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 telling. So like, what do you do if you Auburn? You gonna you gonna move on your head coach while you still have an AD that is not going to be the long-term solution there? Or are you going to get rid of your AD right now and select a new AD and then try to go out and allow that AD to make a hire? Well, they're in the middle of transitioning to a new president as well, who who technically doesn't start until the end of March. I mean, it's... it's if you're an AD it's crazy. or a head coach, I understand the appeal of Auburn. I mean, even, I mean, we're talking about all this dysfunction at Auburn and, and how I believe it's a fundamental issue at Auburn. Like, even within these fundamental issues, in the last 12 years, they've won a championship, a national championship. Mm-hmm. They, they've played for another. Mm-hmm. They played in the SEC championship in 2017 after beating Alabama and Georgia. Mm-hmm. They No team has had more success against Nick Saban mm-hmm. during the Nick Saban era at Alabama. And, and like that's just their success, and and they have the resources to to go out and continue to do that. So I understand the appeal of the job. You're going to make a lot of money. You can recruit championship level players to Auburn. The the fan support is tremendous. You, you have the resources you need to win. But aside from that, like why, if you were a head coach or an AD, why would you touch that job? If you're the AD, you're not actually the AD. Like you have people above you making the decisions, and and when you don't listen to their decisions and, and go hire your own coach, like Alan Green did with Brian Harson, you, you get run out of town, or or they make you want to run yourself out of town. And then if you're a head coach, if they don't like you and you don't kiss up to them at practice and, and have a million boosters at practice, they they run you out of town because of a couple of complaints on Twitter and a, a defensive coordinator leaving. That, that you didn't see eye to eye with. 
They just make up reasons to, to get rid of you. So, like, I understand the resources are there. But, again, if you're an AD or a head coach, why would you take that job? It's, it it, it kind of seems like career suicide. Don't you feel bad for Cole Kubik, though? In what way? He's an Auburn guy. I mean, yeah, I feel bad for him. That's what I'm saying, man. That's uh, that's I feel bad for Cole. I feel, I feel bad for Cole because – he 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 never really threw Tennessee under the bus because he understood what was going on. But for all the farmers out there that said, "Oh, we're becoming like Tennessee," and and laughed at Tennessee's misery and and bought into the whole McDonald's bags thing, no, they they deserve this. Welcome to our craziness. And like now, there's been this whole Auburn's becoming. To, you don't want to become Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee never did anything like this. Tennessee's pro- Tennessee has hired a lot of coaches, but they they didn't fire them because of just so much dysfunction within within the the program and, and the university. They had to fire them because they hired bad coaches in the first place. <laughs> you telling me when Derek Dooley got fired, he didn't deserve to, to be fired? Butch Jones when when he was fired, he didn't deserve it. Jeremy Pruitt when he was fired, he didn't deserve it. Oh, they definitely deserved it. But people are making it seem like. It's just old Tennessee getting in the way. No, the, they they weren't wrong in firing the guys. They just didn't hire anybody appropriate to replace them. Just like Auburn. They were right in moving on from Gus Malzahn, but it doesn't seem like they maybe hired the, the right person for the job. No, they did not do that, man. 865-255-03. But it's, it, it is good to sit back and, and, and watch a different team in the SEC kind of go through what Tennessee kind of went through. Mm-hmm. And um, it is half, almost halfway through through February. It will be next week, and they may be looking for a new, a new coach. And what's crazy about it, Ben, is they may get a better coach, too. Yes. Like, if they get Hugh Freeze, that is, a, that is, a, that is an upgrade because yes. you, you get someone that understands the SEC landscape, and you can play that game. Mm-hmm. He, like, he he would. I told you yesterday. I don't remember if I, it was on the show or during the break, but he he can be their football Bruce Pearl. He really can, man. He can he can play that game. He can play that game. So he wants to play that game. He loves kissing butts and signing babies. I don't. You know some of, some of those some of these Hugh Freeze fans out here that wanted Hugh Freeze to be the coach. And love Bruce Pearl. I don't know what you're gonna do if they go out and get Hugh Freeze. You, <laughs> they're gonna you, flip. You may really flip your commitment to Auburn. I mean, you may be a, a real Auburn fan uh, if that happens. But Hugh Freeze, Kevin Steele, they, they they are, I think, the immediate targets if you're Auburn and you decide to move on Brian Harson, Chris Lowe of ESPN um, was on Feinbaum and, and and mentioned Mike Gundy. Don't waste your time, Auburn. My gun ain't going anywhere. No, he would finally watch. He'll finally take a job. No. My <laughs> gun, he hasn't made Oklahoma State. Which would be funny if he took the job after Derek Mason left Auburn to get away from Brian Harson. I know, right? And then his head coach takes the head coaching job at Auburn. What if he brought him with him? <laughs> Mike Gundy takes the job, and then Gundy brings Mason with him to that, Auburn to be the D.C. That would be hilarious. That would be. But, like, not only is it good for Tennessee that all, all of this is happening because – Somebody else can join Tennessee in the loony bin, but bring me Tank Bigsby. Bring me Tank Bigsby. The boosters ain't gonna let Tank Bigsby leave. You don't think so? Okay, bring me Tarquiz Hunter. Yeah, them 
them boosters are going to keep the the players there the best way they can. Like they'll they'll overpay, and uh, with the NIL deals, and and that's what happened with Tank's Biz, but that's why he was in the portal for like five minutes and then got out because they got they got a hold of him and said, "Hey man, whatever happens to Harson, we can't lose you. That's right. We can't lose good players. Harson leaving." slightly cracks open the door for a possible Tank Bigsby transfer portal entry. I'm all for it. And I, I know he doesn't play defense, but we we, we could use an, another, another running back in a perfect world. Well, here's the thing that um I wonder. February the 1st, that's the, that's the cutoff. If you're going to transfer within the conference, you have to make that declaration before February 1st. But there has to be some type of waiver given or, or exception if your coach is fired in freaking February, like after the 1st. Mm-hmm. Like there has to be some type of exception. So, you know, I wonder if that's going to be allowed if Harson is, is, is fired, players – transferring and being able to transfer inside the conference. But thank you, Auburn. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. I mean, do you, do you agree with me, though? Like, what, what they are trying to do is worse than anything Tennessee has done. I mean, the, the only thing that I think you could possibly make a case against what I'm saying is Shiano Sunday. Yeah. But I, I, I think that the Auburn situation is worse because he is actually their head coach. Yeah. Would you agree with me that what they're doing is worse than anything Tennessee has done? What they're doing is worse than Shiano Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Which, in, to it, me, Shiano Sunday is the, the worst. worst. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this is worse than Shiano Sunday. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, administration-wise, worse. As far as the fans, we were worse. Yeah, because the fans don't really have any – say in what's going on it's it's the boosters who have not had their butts kissed by brian harson since he was hired that are po'd at him and just trying to get him out of there because they they want their butts kissed and to be allowed at practice and and all that yeah shiano was a worse reflection on the fan base but right now auburn's dealings with harson um is a worse reflection on administration because i mean we tried to hire a coach and, um, you know, he got shut down. You know, John Curry going MIA, flying out to the West Coast to interview for the Washington State job. <laughs> that, woo, that's something else. But I don't think it's worse than firing a coach after one season and potentially being on the hook for $40 million of buyout money. I, I, I would say Auburn is a little bit worse. Let's get to Dave Tona. Dave Tona, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Ben Jemiah. Good morning, Dave Tona. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm excited for you. Really appreciate it. I wish you would have had a girl first. Why is that? Just, be- just because I've had girls and boys, and girls are a different breed. <laughs> Swain's used to it. You know, I went. My my girl was my youngest. Mm-hmm. So I had the I had the boys, and you know you're you're able to be rough with them, and you're able to, you know, do this, that, and the other. And then the girl wants to 
sit down and have a tea party and play Barbie dolls and play swing. Um, I haven't played Barbie and, and did a tea party in a long time. Yeah, but you did it. I think I did. Yeah, you 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 you're right. But at least they you have the, the know how to do all that stuff. At least you had the big brothers to to look out for for little sister. Yeah. Hey, that's 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 a plus. But there's always daddy there too, so you don't ever have to worry about that. that that's true. <laughs> well, guys, that's I just wanted to uh, I wanted to call in yesterday, didn't get an opportunity to, but then I just wanted to tell you I was extremely extremely happy for you and your wife, and I think you're gonna make a pretty good daddy. Thank you. I really appreciate that more than you know, Dave Tona. Swaino. Have a great day. Keep them in line. Hey, thank you, man. <laughs> we'll try to do it. Who's going to keep Swain in line? If, if he's know. keeping me in line, who's going to keep Swain in line? I don't know. That's a good question. All I know is my day is going to be better than yours. You know why? I've got dead end on my agenda. Oh, yeah. Yours definitely better than mine. Have a dead end for lunch, baby. I think I'm going to go with the wings today. Wait a minute. I didn't get an invite. This is my first time hearing about, about this. Ben? I was invited to lunch. Oh, so gotcha. It wasn't my lunch plans. Gotcha. I you can gotcha. come if you want. No, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to intrude. I mean, you have at least one dead end lunch date a week that I don't get invited to. It's all, so, hey, it's all good. It's all it good. all evens out. It does. It's, it's all good, my friend. Plus, you and I are going together on uh, Friday. Are we? Yes, we talked about this last week. Sure, yeah, I remember. My parents are going to be in town. It's on my calendar, yeah. Eat dinner. It's on my calendar, man. Ah, Swino. This, this is why I tell you things weeks in advance. I'm not booked. I'm not booked. I just checked. I tell you things weeks we're, we're, in advance. We're good. Hey, uh, by the way, I'm having, I'm telling you now so, so that I can get it in your brain. I'm having a kid at the end of July. So around your birthday, I probably won't be here for a couple of days. So well, I don't, know, I don't yeah. know if you need to write that on the board that a kid is coming in the end of July, but just just an FYI, there, there's going to be a time period. I think I, I think the I end know of that. July that I won't be here. Hey, we I've, we've already been dropping you presents already. I know because y'all are the goats. Yeah, so so I'm 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 aware you're gonna need you're gonna need a you're gonna need a day or two. When, when you gonna drop off the diapers? Oh, that's coming. I got you, man. <laughs> you got plenty of time. Don't worry. Plenty of time. 865-255-03. Our one brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Just because you can't call in doesn't mean that you have to sit on the sideline. Impact the show with a text box. It's part of the free Swain Event app. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. 
The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. J.C.'s Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. J.C.'s will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. J.C.'s Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. Swain event called it. I mean, it wasn't like it was, uh, wasn't, wasn't obvious, but you just never know, man. You just you just never know. Uh, Attaboy is brought to you by Iris Networks. IrisNetworksUSA.com is is the website. High quality fiber internet and voice. IrisNetworksUSA.com again. It's time for Attaboy. Highlighting positivity, good stories, and we have an Attaboy for you today. Ben, I'll toss it to you, man. I throw you the lob. Appreciate you. I'll uh, throw it down like I'm John Morant and you're Jaron Jackson Jr. By the way, LaMelo Ball, first All-Star Game appearance. Had to be as the replacement. John Morant's first All-Star Game appearance. He's voted in by the coaches, the players, and the media to be an All-Star Game starter. I'm just saying. What are you comparing those two for? I'm just saying. Uh, well, I'm, re- I'm taking a a private conversation with in one of my back and forths with, with one of my good buddies who lives in Charlotte. I'm, oh, I'm okay. bringing it to the show that nobody oh, knows okay. about. Uh, but I'm just having a little fun. Uh, Zakai Ziegler gets today's attaboy. As Swain mentioned, we talked about it yesterday on the show. But Zakai Ziegler, the five foot nine, one hundred and sixty seven pound freshman from Long Island, New York is this week's SEC Freshman of the Week. He was 6 of 11 on threes last week against Texas A&M and South Carolina. Against A&M, he scored 14 points, had three assists and two steals in the win. And then against South Carolina, after being held scoreless in the first half against the Gamecocks, he tied a career high with 18 points in the second half on 6 of 9 shooting from the field was four or five from three, and also had three assists 
and three steals. So attaboy to Zakai Ziegler, this week's SEC Freshman of the Week. And he also gets an attaboy for what he did on Sunday. We had a caller call in and, and discuss, and you discussed it as well, but he and John Fulkerson made their way over to Dick's Sporting Goods for, what was it called? The, the House of Sports. Um, they they're they had, like a, they had a, a game of... Uh, which, Knockout. Knockout, yeah. We call it we call it I call it gotcha. <laughs> Y'all call it knockout, but uh it was it was a uh, knockout session with John Fulkerson and Zakai Ziegler. So there's different times where kids can can play uh, against those guys and they got a picture, they got an autograph. Uh, so Zakai did that on Sunday after coming back from Columbia Saturday. And it's been really cool to see all the, the photos and whatnot that have been posted uh, of just the folk and Sakai making the days and months of, of those kids. Uh, I guarantee you every one of those kids went to school the next day and was, was talking about it to their friends and, and teachers. So that was really cool to see. I do have one other quick attaboy. I'm going to the world of, of golf and Harold Varner, the third, who is one of my favorite golfers. He is absolutely hilarious and anybody who keeps up with golf is is very familiar with hv3 he's the one that i told you you need to become a fan of because he is the swaggiest that's right the swaggiest he's got the most drip uh on the golf course always always rocking some jordans and, and he's a good old country boy from from north carolina who is hilarious what jordans was he rocking there uh th- this weekend uh, it looks like the 12s. That's right, the 12s. I get my numbers mixed up, forgive me, aside from the 1s and the 11s. Uh, but he was playing in Saudi Arabia, and uh, aside from his great personality and, and being a fan favorite and a tour favorite just amongst the players and, and being the drippiest, he's he signed with Jordan, so he's always rocking Jordan gear out there on the course. Uh, he, he's, he's known he's good. But he's never kind of been able to, to to get over the hump and win an event. And this weekend in Saudi Arabia, as part of the Saudi International, uh, he sank a 90-foot putt for eagle on the final hole to go from one shot behind to win the whole daggum tournament. He, he was one under, had an eagle putt, and he sank it from 90 feet out. And, and the video is incredible, his reaction was was really cool and he uh he he beat Bubba Watson who is also a big name in in the world of golf. He was looking he, just the Yeah, Georgia he a Georgia fan though. Yes, he is. Also uh owner of the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. The the minor league baseball team down there in Pensacola. But uh I go back and forth on Bubba because he he's like Harold HV3. He's also sponsored by Jordan, so he's always got he's clean out there on the golf course and he's got a cool personality but he's a bulldog so i struggle with with bubba but uh just add a boy to hv3 this was uh really cool he was just looking to to putt to force a playoff with bubba and then from 90 feet away he he sinks a, a putt for eagle to win his first tournament a- after this long narrative of of him not being able to get over the hump and, and close out tournaments and uh won one million dollars as a result, and a uh, $5 million prize fund. So, shouts out to HV3. And, and now he's in the top 50 
in the in the world of golf, the world golf rankings. He was number ninety nine entering the weekend, and now he's forty fifth. Just a a really cool story there for HV three if you if you follow golf. That is real good, man. That's a good attaboy right there. Good job, man. Good job representing for Team Jumpman. That's today's attaboy. Celebrating Black History Month. We'll do that too, man. Harold Farner third, an African American golfer. We'll do that too. Absolutely, absolutely. First win, and then uh, February. We'll do that too. That's a Kai Ziegler, man. Getting those flowers. Love it. Love it. Like, the South Carolina game, the second three-pointer, that tells you all you need to know about the confidence level in Zaka Ziegler. Yes. Transition three. Already hit one. Had a little heat check. Most coaches are not feeling the transition three. And a coach like Rick Barnes, you would probably think. He that's, does not like it at all. That's, that's not his favorite type of shot. But. Sometimes you got to let dudes cook when they are in the kitchen. And Zakai was in the kitchen on Saturday. And I think those type of shots and those type of plays, you're going to see more of now that Olivier is out and we have to go small ball and we have to rely more on the outside shot. You got to open shot, man. You you in rhythm, you got to take that thing. You got to take it. You got to take it. And... That shot attempt it went in, but the attempt alone just tell you everything you need to know about the confidence in Zakai Ziegler, man. He deserves Freshman of the Week award. Hour two coming up. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com. Or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. Touchdown or turnover is up next on the Swain event. 
Hey there, Swain Event fam. I've been thinking about other ways I can assist you with the real estate world. As you know, it's not just about buying, selling, and investing in new property today. It's also being a resource when you need a contractor or roofer. Or maybe you need a real estate attorney to assist with probate questions. Or maybe you have a family member in Alabama that needs a realtor to help them sell their home and get the heck out of there and back to Tennessee. All of these things and more are in my wheelhouse. So give me a call, Jennifer Morris, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Touchdown or turnover is backed by Alcorton Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong. 